Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, back to the morning roast with Quante and Shasky. No, since it's on the screen and love it's been kind of in my ear about it. Um, our condolences do go out to the families in Kansas City. Um, one is dead from the parade shooting 12 kids 21 wounded we just had somebody going to a church in houston shoot up the church in houston texas <coughs> bless me it's just why <sighs> why why it, it's i don't want to get into gun control or any of the politics with well, that but there's it's also just, a mental there's yeah, a mental just, health just, conversation that I, we're I, all afraid to have in america well walk no, around no, downtown no we're, we're we have mental health conversations i don't think we are afraid of that anymore <clears throat> what we're afraid of is talking about gun control no that too that's that's where different genre that's for kcbs and everything else well the sad part is and, and i know you have a family i have a family joey sam's got right. well i got a family and it's like you can't go to a parade without some whack job yeah like it's just it's sad it's so sad it's just yep. a terrible who thinks like that yep. i just don't get it mm -hmm. <sighs> oh man let's talk to matt barrels from the athletic did it does a great job as always covering the 49ers matt good morning thanks for joining us here after a tough super bowl loss man such a gut-wrenching situation there for the 49ers and there's a lot of things going on after the fact and let's start with steve wilkes being fired and let go from his job yesterday kyle shedahead announced it you were around the team every single day you heard all the rumblings you you were around it when steve wilkes got moved from the press box to the field i don't think we're all surprised by it maybe the timing what's your take on steve wilkes being relieved a couple days after the super bowl Matt? Yeah, I mean, there were all sorts of uh, clues that this was coming. I mean, throughout the season and then uh, on Tuesday when Kyle Shanahan was asked three times about Wilkes, and he was asked three times because his initial answers were so vague about whether Steve Wilkes was coming back. Um, and so that, that sort of suggested that uh, there certainly wasn't a, uh, a bold support being voiced by Kyle Shanahan of Steve Wilkes. So that sort of denoted uh, some misgivings about Wilkes. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, uh, you know, the questions asked of Wilkes when he first arrived were, you know, is this going to be difficult for you? Because this is a system you've never run. He arrived without a single 
um, assistant, which is, I've never seen that before. Usually wow. a, a new coordinator comes in and brings in all of his guys with him, guys that know his system. Um, and there was one former Carolina Panther, Miles Hartsfield, who didn't have a very good off season, um, who, who came in as well. So this guy literally parachuted into an unknown situation. I mean, it's like those, uh, those bands that, uh, get rid of their, uh, their, their front man and then, mm-hmm. and then bring in somebody else. And, uh, the sound is just not the same. And um, that was the case with Wilkes. I mean, like like Kyle Shanahan said yesterday, it doesn't mean that he's a bad coach or, um, you know, didn't have the respect of the players. Right. It's just a, an impossible situation for somebody to come in um, and play with a band that's been playing together for a long time. Not not a good fit, no doubt about that. How much influence did the players have on this move? The Bosa's, the Fred Warner's, the Greenlaw's. How much did they have an influence on maybe this coaching move? Um, I would imagine they had an influence. I mean, I don't know this firsthand, but um, Nick Bosa uh, holds a lot of sway. Uh, Fred Warner holds a lot of sway. Uh, So these are guys that Shanahan consults throughout the year, um, you know, gets feedback from them. Um, I don't think either guy is shy about sharing that feedback. And and that's just it. I mean, after that Minnesota game in Week 7, um, there was a sense from the players, uh, those two guys among them, that okay, we're not playing our defense. This is this is different. Zero blitzes aren't us. Um, and um, there was just a disconnect between coaching and and the players and, and the system that they played in the past. And then shortly after that, it's no coincidence, uh, Steve Wilkes comes down from the booth and starts coaching from the sideline, and, and really. Um, you know, get, regains his feet at that point. I mean, that's the coming out of the bye. They go into Jacksonville and they just annihilate the Jaguars. I mean, Trevor Lawrence uh, looked like a, uh, a high school player in that game. They, they really uh, had a fantastic defensive performance. They had one, a great one against Philadelphia. Uh, but then you get to the playoffs, and then there are all, all these lapses that we talked about ad nauseum. I don't have to talk about them again, but it was just up and down, uh, inconsistent. And there were a couple of things as good as that defense played on Sunday, and you got to give them uh, their, their 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 proper recognition. Give Wilkes his proper recognition. I mean, they they had Patrick Mahomes on the run. Uh, for three quarters of that game, but there were also some lapses that, uh, you know, uh, were big ones at the end and um, helped the Chiefs win the game. Yeah, I think everyone agrees that that understands it. It's not about one game or one moment. It was about the totality, the cumulative. I guess as I zoom out, do the players have too much influence? Because this is the way I view things. The NFL... We see the schemes. Ch- I mean, players get hurt, and they're in and out of the lineup. Like, I mean, Fred Warner's great right now. Drake Greenlaw's out for the year. That changes the fabric of how they play defense. So are they able to find the best candidate, or are they looking for someone to run what Kyle and Warner and Bosa want them to run? Because doesn't that limit finding the best candidate? Yeah, I think it does, and that question was, was posed to Kyle Shanahan, and uh, the first words out of his mouth um, were that he's not going to do something, you know, he's going to try to, to build the best defense. And um, the preference is that they can bring in somebody who uh, runs something uh, close to what the 49ers have been running. This is what the players are, are used to running. 
Uh, it's what they were drafted to, to run. So they were selected with a scheme in mind, and I think that's important. But, you know, uh, the next sentence was that, okay, but uh, I'm not going to close my mind to, to somebody who comes in with his own scheme, his own ideas. And I would, I would imagine, though, that that means that this candidate comes in with his own assistance as well. And that's been um, a, uh, a sticking point. I mean, they love Chris Kacerik. They love Johnny Holland. They love Daniel Bullocks in, in the secondary. So I, I, I have a hard time thinking it's going to be somebody who comes in with a whole new scheme, who wants to come in with a whole new staff. Uh, I, I'd be surprised about that. I think that person would have to really kind of blow Kyle Shanahan away. And maybe, maybe you know, it's a Pete Carroll. I mean, it's, it's a big name like that. And, and Shanahan agrees with you that it's time to sort of, uh, you know, blow up the, the, the system and, and start anew and things like that. But, um, I mean, if you're talking 3-4 versus 4-3, something mm-hmm. as basic as that, uh, Joey Bosa plays a 3-4 in uh, in Los Angeles with the Chargers, I, I've heard that you know he'd he'd rather be in a four three, and, and Nick Bosa has been very open about saying that. Remember, back in in 2019, the Cardinals had a chance to uh, draft him as well. Cardinals played a three four at the time, and, and Bosa said, "Yeah, I'm glad it was the 49ers because they play a system that I like better. I didn't want to be a stand up linebacker." Wow, Matt Barrels here, courtesy of the Boxer and Gerson guest line on the Morning Rose here on ninety five seven The Game. All right, Brandon Ayuk, it's another big talking point there because he's due for some new money. He's under contract, and he was very emotional at that end of season presser. I know you were there. Uh, he couldn't get the words out of his mouth, man. And I get it. You just lost the Super Bowl in overtime to Kansas City. But where are we at with Brandon Ayuk? I I I gotta feel like John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan want him back, and they want to pay him. They've taken care of their players before. Where's Brandon Ayuk fall into that equation? Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of get the sense that everybody's kind of gearing up for another difficult negotiation, similar to the one that they had with Debo Samuel two years ago. Um, so the next thing to look out for is, is Ayuk erasing the team from his social media. Wow. That seems to be the uh, <laughs> the mo these days. Um, but uh, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think uh, it's clear from what they said and everything that's been said that uh, you know they're they're gearing up for. Uh, Brock Purdy to be their quarterback for the long term, which means a a big, a huge contract um, negotiation begins about a year from now. And if you're committing to Brock Purdy, I would imagine you're committing to Brandon Ayuk. I mean, they're they're, they're such a duo. Uh, the chemistry is there. Both guys do what Kyle Shanahan wants. So if you've got Kyle Shanahan for the long term, Brandon Ayuk for the long term. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, Shanahan and, and Purdy for the long term. I would imagine that means Brandon Ayuk for the long term as well. And of course, the the agent will use that, and it's going to be. Uh, uh, forgive me, I'm 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 gearing up for all sorts of uh, <laughs> weird news to come at inopportune times, uh, demanding trades and right. and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that that may be in our future this spring and summer. You, you keep referencing Brock Purdy getting a huge contract and extending him. 
I mean, you, you really think? I mean, because Jalen Jalen Hurts got the one great year MVP season. He was amazing in the Super Bowl, and he had a solid year this year. But he took a little step back. Let's say the same thing happens with Purdy. He's another solid year, but it takes a little step back from how efficient he was. You really think that they'd be, you know, they're going to start with like a, a Jalen Hurts 150, 180 million guaranteed contract? Uh, yeah. I mean, if he has a, a season similar to. 2023, I mean, there are all sorts of things that could happen. I mean, injury would be, I think, um, just as uh, as likely as a uh, a real kind of step backward. Uh, but, I mean, uh, Shanahan thinks that this guy has everything that he he looks for in quarterback and uh, reinforced that in 2023. Um, you know, big difference between now and a year ago, he spent his whole offseason rehabbing from an arm injury. Now he's going to spend a whole offseason kind of working on, you know, his understanding of the offense. Uh, he was talking about mobility. He's still kind of rebuilding the arm back up. So, you know, there, there's a thought that he's going to be better in 2024 than he was this past season. Wow. No, that's that's wow. that's wild. Let me uh, go ahead. Follow up, Shazam. Yeah. I want to ask Matt something else. Well, you know, so like this overtime thing. Oh, I was going to go. Uh, this go overtime. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's <laughs> the more and more I think about it, I, I'm, I'm like actually kind of surprised because he, he referenced analytics, Kyle Shanahan. And I'm like, well, what analytics are you referencing? Like, what data points are you re- are you referencing? College? You're you're at where they get the t- the ball to 25 in overtime? Like, what what was his follow up on on the specific analytics that they were citing? Because there haven't been any major playoff game overtimes with these rules. So I want to know what samples and what analytics he's referring to. Where did that data come from? I have yet to hear that answer. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I can only assume that they're kind of studying overtimes under the old rules and what happened in those overtimes. Um, to me, I, I get what he's saying that you you get the opportunity for that third, that quote unquote third possession where you could win the game with a field goal. But that's that's supposing that both teams score the same amount on their possessions and. That, that's the issue that I have, is that you you chose that path, but you just saw in the fourth quarter the, the Chiefs slice right through your defense, and, and you saw D'Amador Lenore go to the sideline. You saw Jair Brown go to the sideline. There was no Drake Greenlaw at that point. Uh, the, the defense was, was running at, on fumes at that point in the game, and Patrick Mahomes and the offense was getting stronger. You had to think that when they got their possession, which they were guaranteed to have, very good chance they were going to score a touchdown. So, you know, you you have to call your plays as if you have to score a touchdown. Um, and um, and of course, they didn't. Uh, they they kicked the field goal on on fourth and three, uh, or fourth and four, uh, there at the nine yard line. So I mean, that's there. There seemed to be a um, uh, a disconnect in. Uh, the choice to receive, and then the mentality on that drive. That's, so, so, that's, that's the best I can come up with. So, so Matt, we, we can all agree to decision, whatever. But the fact that the players didn't know the rules, and you look on the other sideline, Kansas City was prepared for the situation. And laughing. Their coaches, their players, they knew exactly what the overtime rules was. Now, granted, the overtime rule is baked in. It's made because of the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes game at Arrowhead Stadium a few years ago in a wild game in overtime where Josh Allen doesn't get a chance. But the fact that the Niners didn't really prep for that 
was very alarming. What did you think of that and all the chatter coming out of that post-Super Bowl? Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is chatter. I mean, there, there, there were a number of 49ers who absolutely did know, uh, including Brock Purdy, and there were a number of uh, Kansas City Chiefs who didn't know. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes had to tell Mikko Hardman that, he, by the way, he just won the Super Bowl. He didn't know that the game was over. So, I mean, there were, there were players on both teams that didn't know the precise rules. Um, you know, the, what the 49ers have been saying is that it's not as if we were playing at three-quarters speed there because we didn't know the exact rules. They're, they're trying their best at that point. Like I said, um, I think that the 49ers played uh, outstanding on defense through three-quarters, and, and they were just spent by the end of the game. Um, and uh, that's that's how Patrick Mahomes has won a lot of games throughout the years, and, and this sort of followed that that script. What did you think of the play calls to open up the third quarter? Eight runs, eight passes, one run. They didn't convert off the interception. What did you think about that third quarter there offensively for Kyle Shanahan and his 49ers offense? Yeah, I think I think there should have been more first down runs. Now the the issue is that they they committed penalties uh that kind of took running out of the equation and they also had an 8-yard uh negative 8-yard pass play to Juwan Jennings. I mean, you know, if 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 Kyle Shanahan is running in those situations, you're going to be uh criticizing him for that as well. So, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I I felt like the first down plays probably should have been runs, but you understand why the others are passes when you make those mistakes. Matt, great stuff all season. Thank you for always spending some time with us. We'll be looking for your coverage in what should be a wild offseason for the San Francisco 49ers. Bay, we thought we were going to be covering a parade today, Matt. Go figure. Yeah. Next year, maybe. Next year, baby. Next year, maybe. Good stuff, man. Matt Barrows here on the Boxer Girls at Guest Line on the Morning Rose here at 95-70 game. Biggest takeaway from that. Yeah. yeah, Brock Purdy's going to get paid. He believes Brock Purdy's going to get paid in that Brandon Ayuk. There's going to be a difficult negotiation there with Brandon Ayuk. This team can ill afford to lose Brandon Ayuk. So let's put a bookmark on that, and I'll say that my biggest takeaway is he cited analytics where the variables don't apply to this scenario. Yep. Like, really? Like, really? That, that would be like me filing my taxes like I lived in Florida, but I know I live in California. Like, that, they don't apply. They, they don't apply. Like, so it, it sounds good in a press conference. Everyone's like, yeah, analytics, analytics. No, it never like, sounded what good. What the hell are those analytics based on? It never sounded good. It never so it never good. it never because to me it was it, BS no, from the no because we walked out and, and over time I said boy the defense is gas I get why did we get the ball first yeah but but then as I'm walking from Allegiant Stadium and understanding the Super Bowl that we've watched our entire lives <laughs> just right. like when you don't call a timeout before second down yes. on Kansas City's final possession in the first half I'm telling you a Lubbock and Lubbock I'm like what's the last time the Niners had the ball Lubbock goes they had the ball last at 4:46 p.m. p.m. Now, they had one play before the half that they just ran and ran out the clock. <laughs> Stupid guy. But really, one play within an hour. One play in an hour, the Niners ran. So you don't pick those. Like, you've been to the Super Bowl before. You know halftime is 30 minutes. You know Usher's going to be running on stage and they're going to have limited time to warm up. And you don't call a timeout to maximize your possessions. You did the same damn thing in Super Bowl 54, and I went crazy. And I went crazy. You did the same thing. The same thing four or five years later in the Super Bowl. And then you come out. You run eight passes. 
eight passes and one run, and then you get to overtime. And I thought about this in overtime. I said, okay, the defense is gas. But there is a long television timeout going from the inner regulation to overtime. And then you get the coin toss. The defense had about 10 minutes of rest, 11 minutes of rest. It's a normal rest period for possession to possession. To hell with that. Get Mahomes the ball first. If they face a fourth down, they're going to put the football. You get the ball, you kick a field goal, you win the game, you win the Super Bowl. We're at a parade today. The analytics that he cited. <laughs> and what bugs me, we were thinking about our sir, third possession. I think about just getting the first down on first possession. What are you talking about? It, you know what it reminds me of? It's the equivalent of leaving Mariano Rivera in the pen because you think you can get to the 10th. Oh, it's it's, <laughs> right? it's no, it's Buck Showalter in the wild card game, <laughs> Orioles, Blue Jays. Or we keep Zach Britton in the bullpen because we think the game's going to be. No, I need to stop the game right now. Exactly. Get Zach Britton in it's there. It's a six out save. You know what I mean? It's a six. <laughs> what? But, 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 so like. We look so bad right now. No, I know we do. We look and, terrible. And, and every day it gets worse. And Kelsey Slaffy got us. I, every day it gets worse. There's Best teams because it's like we were going to kick it anyway. Bonte, Bonte, Jake Cutler is laughing at us. Jake Cutler at all quarterbacks is laughing at us. You want to make my head explode more when someone oh hides God. under the veil of analytics? Oh my God. And then you dig a little deeper. For oh. example, oh. I'm going to cite this Gabe Kapler. Oh. He completely lost. I told Lubman, Lubman, get on the, on the. I said, Lubman, this 100 pitch outing, this 90 pitch outing thing, right? Ask him some questions about this. This raw 100. I go, how many warm-up pitches in between starts? How many warm-up pitches between innings? Is it curveball, slider? Is it breaking ball dependent? What about a throw over to first? What, what about warm-ups? So, like, you say 100 pitches, right? But all the 100 pitches aren't created equal. What if I'm in the stretch? What if I'm in the wind-up? Are they all the same? What if I'm throwing all change-ups? Or is the stress on my arm, is, is it exactly the same? So don't just file it under analytics. Well, analytics tells us 90 pitches, he's done. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, what if I threw 45 change-ups and 45 fastballs? That is not the same as throwing 90 sliders. Would you agree? Yep. Okay, so stop hiding under the veil of analytics. So you're telling me in overtime, we looked at the analytics. What analytics? You were looking at the data from college where you get the ball to 25? Oh, we were looking at the NFL data. Okay, well, this rule didn't exist. So all of the data that it, that existed on whatever you're looking at does not apply to this situation. Yeah, I know. It's, it's and also, also, so you're look. let's just say hypothetically, it's a Rex Grossman playoff game that you're citing. It's totally different from a pack. Patrick Mahomes led that playoff game. Patrick Mahomes has had seven opportunities with, with, with an opportunity to tie up the game in a do-or-die moment and has converted on all seven. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, has a 40% success yeah. rate. This guy is as automatic as they come. I know. So I don't want to hear about analytics well, anymore because when you dig a little deep on the analytics, it's all crap. It's all flawed, and it makes you look worse. Well, Not only you're that, hiding. Modest, and here's the other thing, too. And I'm going to get to the cause because David Fresno, you're next. You've been waiting a whole way too long. We're going to get you to Dave. Give me one I'm second. Sorry, the analytics thing's true. No, but I, you know how the I feel. Second, I do said you know, Do you know how I feel about analytics? <laughs> I know. You understand how I feel about analytics? <laughs> yeah, I do. All right. So you know I'm, what that answer? And he doubled down in his indices of precedent. I'm just like, damn, shit. Hey, why do you have to be so just stubborn, by, man? I would wish why? you said, you know what? Why? Just, in retrospect, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. To exactly. say that. I, we should, we you did it with Trey Lance. Do it here. Yeah. So anyway, you get the analytics. But I think one thing that's being overlooked because of this overtime debacle. <laughs> Third and five coming out of two-minute warning. The referees even cited that this is probably the biggest play. Of the yeah, game. you better have your best play is what they said. The, the ref said that. In that situation... Knowing how Mahomes is cooking, 
And knowing now that you don't really have much faith in Steve Wilkes in the defense because you're fired in two days at yes. the Super Bowl. Yes. You don't have much faith. Yes. You come out in 35, you run it empty. Your quarterback's not looking to the right where McCaffrey's running his right deep. I wide open right away. Ball decided that one. But instead of just like, hey, we're going to line up an empty and throw the ball, know that if there's an incomplete pass, Kansas City will get all that time on the clock over a minute 50 mm. with Mahomes on the sideline, and they won't have to burn a timeout. You and I kept saying what? Don't give it back to Don't him. Don't give it back to Mahomes in that situation. Two-play sequence. Maybe I run the ball here on third and five. Four I get four out. yards. They burn a timeout. Did I have a decision to make? Do I go for it again on fourth to one? Well, you did earlier in the game on fourth yes. to three when you could have tied the game. Yes. So to me, that's a two-down situation to end the game right there. you got to get aggressive. This is a Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So that was a blunder as well. Third and five. Then third and four. If you know that Mahomes is on the sideline in overtime, knowing that you took the ball first, that should be another two-play sequence well, what did on I third say and to four. You when we were sitting there. The whole drive, I go, they have to get six. They, oh, we all said that. We all said that. <laughs> they have, they to, have get to get six. six. They didn't get six, and they lost the damn Super Bowl, and now we're signing analytics. Oh, t- I, I got the analytics part real quick. really Let's, is just. Oh, but it's grinds absurd. My ears. It grinds my gears. It's real quick. absurd. JBZ Smith, $5. Might as well call them the Santa Clara Niners. They curse till they go back to the city. Well, I don't know about be, that. Be one more thing. Uh, CJ Owens, real quick, spent $10. Yeah. Could Richard Sherman be a candidate for D.C.? He knows the exact cover three scheme Shanahan wants. He has the D'Amico Ryan's okay, personality, sure. thoughts. First time guy. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> but, B.B., let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Are all three-point attempts created equal? No. Okay. No. What about the players taking those three-point attempts? The players, yes. So, okay. Is a Norman Powell three evaluated by a fan or the defense the same as a Steph Curry no, three? No, absolutely not. Right? So there might be analytics that tell you guy shoots, you know, the av- the league average from this spot is X, right? We all go like, yeah, but for Steph Curry, yeah. there is no bad shot. No, for no, the no. most part. For the most part. When Tiger Woods has the putter in his hand, there's no putt he can't make. We think. Michael Jordan, ball in his hand. We want him shooting the ball, no matter what. Tom Brady, ball in his hand. We want, him, we want the ball in his head. That's that's how that's I Patrick view Mahomes. Mahomes. No, he's, he yeah. supersedes whatever data's out there. Exactly. He kills the data. He's not a robot. How about this? I just, we're gonna I get just I can't. Think For about the life this. Of me, just, Snyder fans, understand. think about this. I just can't understand. Think about this, Snyder fans. Matt DeHegan, our program director, just sent out this tweet at 8.52. Actually, 6.52 a.m. Here's what has transpired since the clock hit zero on the Super Bowl. Feliciano's taking shots at Spencer Burford and going oh at it with Jalen Carter. We didn't even... Sweet. Jesus. Brendan Ayuse comments, future unknown. Kyle Juszczyk not knowing the OT rules. Chiefs laughing at the Niners for taking the ball first in overtime. The referee almost laughing, basically. Yes. Are you sure? Are you sure, <laughs> Are Fred? You sure. Are you sure? Steve Wilkes uh... fired his DC. This is, you know. Whether you like it or not, he's getting scared. By the way, today's Thursday. Today's Super Bowl Thursday. happens Sunday yeah. night. <laughs> now, Bosa says they weren't prepared for the read option. I'm, I don't even get me started on it. You know what? We're 9 o'clock hour. I'm going to read the legal because that's going to make my – you want my head to explode? Nick Bosa, I am tired of you right now. Go back to Florida, work out, and show your ass up for OTAs, you know voluntary camp, and training camp. I'm. This guy got paid $120 million guaranteed dollars after holding out. I had no problem with the holdout. I but I knew, once you got your money, I don't want to hear anything from yes, you again. I, I'm with you on that. This guy. Hold on. Let me go through the Nick Bosa timeline real quick. <laughs> the Nick Bosa timeline. You want to be the best pass rusher in Niners history? You want to be DPOY, all that stuff? Let's go through the Nick Bosa timeline real quick, since he wants to chirp all this stuff during the bye week. Yeah, you know, I'm not up to speed because of the holdouts really affected me. And then he throws another shot at Steve Oaks. Yeah, with a defensive scheme. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Did you come out to the Super Bowl? Well, we weren't prepared for the read option. Well, yeah, the conditioning, it, it really caught up to me. I watched this guy who got paid $120 million guaranteed on the final possession of the game, and I'm tapping Shasky. Why is number 97 out of the game? I, what did I say to you? Why is number 97 out of the game? Who are the two players I referenced? I said, would Reggie White and Lawrence Taylor be out of the game right now? I don't care what they're saying. Was Chris the Jones out of the game? No. He's a D-tackle who weighs 350 pounds. He was incredible. Ooh, what about uh, what, what about Hassan Reddick and Fletcher Cox? Would they be out of the game? No. Come on, man. Would Vaughn Miller be out of that football game? No, when he won Super Bowl MVP, no. Right? Right? What, what about the DeJore Lines with Aiden Hutchinson? He had he was no factor. But was he out of that football game? No. Nick Bosa took three plays off on the final but, possession of the regulation. But he was amazing in that game. I don't care. And he's coming out of here with these excuses? Oh, we weren't well, prepared for the read option. We weren't pre- You watch film, Nick Bosa. You know what's coming. How about, did you see the uh, he coming as- in. He's blaming Steve Wilkes for diving in with his head cut off on fourth and one and then, when Mahomes ran an RPO twice against him. The, I seen a meme oh. right now where he's running across on the fourth and one. He's got both his hands out like this as it looks like I'm, uh, you know, you pointing know. at somebody. And it's LeBron on one side doing it to J.R. Smith. Sorry. And it's Bosa doing it to his teammates. I, I just, and it was like great guy, moments in collapsed history this, this, of sports. This guy, this guy Nick like Bosa, this guy Nick Bosa is really showing his true colors. He really is. And Joey Bosa's been hurt down in L.A., and they've been making excuses and throwing people under the bus left and right. Just bookmark it. Think about the year Bosa had, getting paid, and all the excuses he made this season. I don't want to hear it. I asked for premium players to make gold jacket plays in the biggest game of their lives. And you know what? The premium players is like... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.